Welcome back to the Listen Up podcast, where we will analyze an album every episode. And this week, the topic album is Both Sides Now by Willie Nelson. And the album was released in the year 1970. It features original songs by Nelson, as well as some covers by a few other artists of the time. And the person who chose this album this week was Nick. So I thought we'd start off by having Nick talk a little bit about, um, you know, what made you choose this album. Uh, I know you you talked about it a little bit last week, but maybe um, just as a refresher. Yeah, so if you want to go ahead and elaborate on that. Why, yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've liked this album since about... um probably for a little over half a year now i kind of well a little more than that because um i discovered it more in my in my fall semester last year in a class that i took that was all about um popular music from the 50s to the 70s which is one of my favorite classes i've taken in in college so but um we didn't cover willie nelson a whole lot we kind of threw him in in one of our lessons but we never listened to any of his music and i just decided to check him out because uh one day, um, we had a, uh, event report for the class where we were supposed to try and go to any form of, like, live music concert throughout the semester and write a report about it, and someone, uh, uh, our professor asked us if anyone went to a concert that we, someone raised their hand and they said they went to a, it was a Willie Nelson and someone else concert, he was with someone else, and it was another, it was an older artist, but it, they weren't. A country artist. I was surprised, but um, my professor got like, like super excited when the when my classmate said that he went to the Willie Nelson concert. And I was like, well, I guess I should check him out. And I've, <laughs> I've liked him a lot. He's got a lot of a lot of good vibes. Yeah. Um. Uh, I've listened to I listened to this album because I saw it in a. It was a country vinyl bundle from a company called mm. uh, Vinyl Me Please. And I've heard about they, them. Yeah, maybe it's it probably from you, honestly. Yeah, they, <laughs> I got a lot. I got a lot of Instagram ads from them. Um, Dude, I think I, I think I've seen Instagram ads from them also. <laughs> but uh, they, they've got some cool stuff. Like um, they, a lot of their vinyls are only through their subscription service, but they also have a fair amount of vinyls that you can just buy that they print and um they had they put it was like a country album like bundle it was just two albums and one of them was this one and the other one was a dolly parton album and i think it was do you happen to know which dolly parton album does she does she just have an album called jolene i think so I, I think it was that one. I know it was the one I with Jolene. You, I've got no idea. Okay, I got well, you. There you go. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember I listened to like half of that one and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I listened to this one and I was like, man, I really like a lot of these songs. And like, like I knew I liked Southern music, but I didn't know I liked like country music that was like this country. So Yeah, yeah. I got you. So. Everyone's like Carrie Underwood before he cheats, but you didn't know like... <laughs> That's a little, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Might be a little, <laughs> okay. a little hardcore for my taste. <laughs> so, do you have anything else about like why you specifically chose it, Nick, or are you good? 
uh, I guess that was the the backstory, but okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I like it because I feel like I feel like it has a good balance of like like good time songs and also songs that like that are like introspective and like kind of make you think about mm-hmm. like choices you've made and people who've been in your life and things like that. And I didn't really realize until I like listened through it and like tried to like really listen to a lot of the lyrics this time when I listened to mm-hmm. it a, a few times this week, but I, I didn't realize like pretty much like every single song is about like a relationship. But well, I mean, that's like just, but that's classic Southwestern. I was going to say, yeah, that area <laughs> countries you can get. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I also okay. like, um, the Avett brothers a lot. And I feel like some of his like slower, like more, um, just kind of like acoustic songs with like one or two instruments that remind me of some early Avett brothers stuff. You know? Yeah. Uh, step in Claire and I actually, Claire liked them a lot. We actually went to an Avett brothers concert in, uh, at app one time. Okay. So I've seen them live in concert before. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw them at Bonnaroo. This yeah. Well, it's awesome. Oh god! <laughs> you know, guess, guess who we saw right after we saw the Avid Brothers? Uh, T Pain, Gambino. Oh wow, that's actually that's actually pretty Dude, cool. I feel like that would I feel like I would be like 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 I would I would be in two simultaneous states of like euphoria <laughs> and like crying at the same time. Yeah, was yeah it, was, it was quite the juxtaposition, but it would I, be I, amazing. I think it was probably at least for me it was like my favorite. Uh, yeah like evening shows uh, yeah so that okay so if that's you know what made you choose it you kind of got into it a little bit but i also thought maybe we could talk about um like our individual like prior experiences with you know willie nelson the album songs on it oh, okay. um just kind of talk about you know experiences with the genre or artist um yeah so i mean this is like what I would throw into, especially for me, because my grandpa actually listens to it, but the, to me, this is like your granddad's country music. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, it's just, I can't think of a more just quintessential old, sad country artist than like Willie <laughs> Nelson. You know, Willie Nelson, Cash, Merle Haggard. Um, shit the other member of the highwaymen uh, chris christopherson yeah is it him yeah because yeah because we had the never mind i'll cut that um <laughs> pg-13 yeah, bro so, <laughs> i just cut some uh some audio about one of our teachers uh personal information um yeah so yeah, I mean, at least for me, through my grandpa, I've had, and my parents, my mom is also, she got it from her um, her dad as well. It's just, when I hear old country, I just think of like being a kid and visiting them and just like riding around in his truck and going to get like McDonald's or something and just listen to country music radio on Sirius XM. Um, <laughs> That's actually really cute. Yeah, dude. That was good, very good times. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jordan, do you have is any it, prior experience with Willie Nelson? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I don't think I really listened to that much of country ever in my life, like at any point. You're talking like new, old, or like all? All country. Like, okay. I'm pretty sure, I can't remember, but like the, the first. City slicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? I'm from suburbia, all right? <laughs> Um, the streets of suburbia, but, um, I don't know. My parents listened to a lot of like, uh, well, for one, my dad listened to like a lot of Daughtry. I think I said last time or like, uh, just like more like rock and roll slash, uh, what, 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 what category would Daughtry go in? I, I would throw that just in like, I don't know, the blanket idea of just like hmm. early 2000s rock yeah yeah that's what i throw it all in the same yeah 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 i don't know i don't know much about like classifications of of rock in the 2000s but like yeah i i my dad listened to a lot of that stuff too like uh like uh nickelback and like three doors down and stuff like that so yeah i'm 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 fairly familiar with the genre of like 2000s rock yeah so i'd probably say i I don't really have that much this might be the first like country album i've ever actually listened to this is like maybe the first time i've actually listened to like two country songs in a row and not just die a happy man twice in a row you know like <laughs> yeah i got gotcha. you so i don't you know i don't want to get ahead of ourselves but would you say that then this was a positive experience for you or a negative experience so Okay, I'll get too much detail. This is we're gonna tease the listeners. Okay, (laughs) I don't know. So it was kind of well, Nick. Were you focused more on like the lyrics? I feel like because it was a new genre for me, I focused more on like the music. You know? Oh, okay. Because I because like I know we've all heard it before. Where like people say like all rap music sounds the same. You know? Because it's like people don't actually listen to it that much. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt like train your ear. You yeah. Yeah, discern I, like the different stuff in it. Yeah, I kind of honestly, I kind of felt the same way about this. Mm-hmm. I was trying to like listen to the lyrics, but I kept just listening to like that one like bass line in the background yeah. and then, uh-huh. like the little guitar picking too that it had like mm-hmm. in every song. And I was like, like if if you asked me what the lyrics about, I probably like I tried, but I honestly probably couldn't tell you what they were about yeah. just because I was focusing so much more on the music because I don't actually listen to this genre that often. I yeah. got you. No, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean that definitely. Yeah, you know I I think that everybody's been guilty of it. You write off some genre, whatever it may be, and it's just because of the same thing. Like, yeah, you know, once you listen to it, you will hear the differences. But if if you haven't trained your ear at all, then it's you know if you listen to rap without listening to a lot of rap, you just hear drum machines and eight oh eights and like yeah. that's all. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, no, I I totally get it. Um, yeah. Okay, well then, we can, I guess we'll just move into just, you know, running down the track list a little bit. Um, if if you are, if y'all are ready, we can. Oh, I'm ready. Wanna... I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Um, you can't so see first, me, it's a podcast, you know... but I'm like, I'm like rubbing my hands together right now. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm visualizing. You, you, you know okay, what I mean. Got it. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, right. So, start off, the start of the album, obviously, um, is Crazy Arms, which was originally by Ralph Mooney. 
Um, and then this is one of the many covers on the album. Um, yeah, I mean, I at least I guess I'll start off. Um, like for me, it's just I can't think of a more. I don't know. It's a very country song. You know, it's a pretty. It's a pretty renowned one. I'm pretty sure it was. It was. I think it was probably popular before the time. Like I don't think he made it famous. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely heard it on like karaoke and shit like that. So, um, yeah. I mean, I like it. I like the song. I don't really have much to like stood out to me really. Um, it was just kind of, you know, you hear it and you're like. This is, this is country. Yeah, like yeah, like this is like an old country ballad. Like this is like the exact idea of like what I think of. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's got you know the simple but effective like thumping bass line, and then the you know it's about uh, the woman marrying someone else, and you're not holding her anymore. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's you yeah, know, that's what I got. I th- song, yeah, I, I I thought it was like a like a lot of the song is about his um is about like uh, his like girlfriend or wife or just love interest leaving him, and he he describes himself like he says like these crazy arms like uh it's something along the lines of these crazy arms will hold somebody new like I don't know why he references them as like I guess it's like him reinforcing that like outlaw nature i guess because i think i could i could be very wrong i've only listened to one album before this album that he's made but this album sounds a little more like like more of a country transition and some of his older albums sound a little more like um kind of like like late 50s pop like like Mm -hmm. and when i say that i mean like oldies music like like um, like almost kind of like Sinatra, but like not quite like Sinatra. And he had more yeah. country elements than Sinatra. But to me, I only listened to the one album before this album. But this album sounds much more country than that album did. I think that album is called yeah. um, "My Own Peculiar Way." Mm-hmm. I mean, but, I think that makes sense because at the time, you know, music kind of was. I think just in general transitioning more. You know, country started to rise, and then. Yeah, I mean, like, it was definitely, I think, one of the dominant, it was, like, the easy listening genre of, like, the mm-hmm. 70s. Yeah, yeah. You know, not having lived through that, but at least in my general impression, I think that's more of what it is. Yeah, and I could see yeah, that, now that I'm talking out loud, I can see that, that, like, crazy arms thing relating to, like, his image as, like, like, kind of, kind of a bad boy, like, he's not, like, bad boys that we think of today but he was like he was like like he curated an outlaw image for himself in that time yeah i mean that was that was what it was like outlaw country yeah yeah. it was a whole brand that people would be a part of so it definitely um yeah i mean i can see that you know looking at looking at some of the lyrics it's you know someday these crazy arms will hold someone new but now i'm so lonely you know just kind of reinforcing the kind of like I don't know, troubled lone wolf a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, do you have, you know, what what did you get out of? The- yeah, again, I don't have too much <laughs> input just yeah. because this was like the first country album I mm-hmm. listened to. But I mean, I definitely 
I definitely like I definitely liked it. I definitely liked it. But they're just I mean, okay, y- you hear a lot more of the instruments because there's not a whole lot going on. That's something that I noticed. Like Oh yeah. Like I actually actually hear like, you know, the plucking of the guitars, like I said, the the bass line maybe 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 not on this song, but like if there was any like percussion in it or whatever, but overall it was it was decent. I don't really have much more to say than that just because haven't gotten it too much but yeah it was pretty decent yeah yeah you know i think yeah i mean i think it, it served its its place you know start off the album keeping the image alive and then move on you know yeah definitely knew i was listening to a country album though definitely. <laughs> right yeah there's no mistaking that <laughs> um all right so you know moving down the list you got the second song which you know i've heard i don't know how it's one of those songs where I've heard, I heard it a lot, and then I didn't recognize the name. But then listening to it, it was like, oh, uh, oh, the the song is the Wabash Cannonball. Um, I think it was it was originally written by A. P. Carter, and I'm not sure if he was also the artist who made it famous. Um, yeah, okay, so he was a member of the Carter family. Yeah, so he he actually would have written and then made this famous. Um, but yeah, so I mean this this to me another just a quintessential outlaw country song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I um when I googled it, it said that some of the I was on the Wikipedia page for just for the song, not for this entire album, but it said that um like parts of the chorus could be traced all the way back to like eighteen eighty two. Yeah, and if I if like, I remember correctly, what? it's it's an <laughs> old like just kind of song. I mean, well, because the song's about, um, I think it's a train route, if I yeah. remember correctly. Because mm-hmm. you know the Wabash uh, Transportation Company. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but if you drive and look at like uh, semi trucks, a lot of them you'll find like Wabash like brands on either the trailers or the like rigs. Interesting. And it's, I'm pretty sure it's it's the same company, um, but yeah, it was it's it's about like a a train route, I think. I mean, because he talks about um, the lyrics in the song, or like talking about like hobos and then the lonesome whistle and stuff like that. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think this is probably. I, I guess it's kind of like an old uh, folk song-ish kind of thing just something that's like permeated through the country culture yeah i think you're i think you're right jamie i i just did a quick google search just in case and it said uh it says predicaments of the wabash cannonball express as it traveled on the great rock island train route so you definitely were right about that but yeah so it like you know but i mean i think that like i've heard other versions of it admittedly I didn't listen to a lot before this, you know, put that on me, but it, like, I mean, I, I still think like, you know, it definitely, it sounds like he, it doesn't sound like he's covering someone's song. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, no, it yeah, sounds yeah. like, you know, if I didn't know any better, it'd be like, yeah, this is his song, you know? Um, yeah. The only, the only song I knew when I first listened to the album, the only song I knew was a cover was um, everybody's talking which is later in the mm-hmm. album. 
but I had just coincidentally heard that before, and then I like I just uh, I like can't remember if that just made me think about like if he had any more covers on the album, but then I just I found out that there were like there were I found like three other covers on the album, and then mm-hmm. when when we were about to record this podcast, you had like two or three more covers that I didn't even know about that were on the album. I was like, oh yeah, man. I went yeah. I for the listeners out there, um, we're not doing this all by memory. I do have this <laughs> written down. Uh, believe it or not, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, th- th- I was the same way. Like this was one where I was like, okay, this is definitely like I've heard this before. Um, I knew both sides now uh, was by Joni Mitchell. I got you. But yeah, I, I also, whenever I was looking up, you know, a little bit of research before this, it, I was like, oh, wow, it's like half covers. Yeah. That's Which, you know, probably shows that we're not the most in tune with the the all of this music genre. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, the other ones are, are by pretty famous people. Like, I recognize their names. I don't, sadly. <laughs> You'll get there. We'll get. We'll train you. Okay. 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 <laughs> I only recognize uh, like two of their names. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. You know. I don't know. It's just I remember people's names. Oh. I, that's that's literally. It's just trivia. It's pointless knowledge <laughs> that I have stored away. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, so far to me on the album, it's just been. Uh, typical like country album yeah um so then move into the what yeah i was gonna say the next song the um, pins and needles in my heart i thought it was like Mm -hmm. it deviates a little bit from like the the stereotypical like country sound like we were talking about it's a little more like sparse in its instrumentation in the sense that like there's some like relatively like quick like um acoustic guitar playing but it's there's not like like that bouncing bass line I don't think like it's it's just a little different it sounds a little more singer songwriter ish and uh yeah and like there's there's harmonies like in the in the chorus that I liked a lot mm-hmm. and that's like uh that's one reason I like Willie Nelson a lot because those those genres are, are similar in the way that he like that he I don't know performs them, I guess, but but they're they're just different enough to where I I like the the different pace that they provide on the album. Yeah, um, it's actually it's funny. Like so, this you know, looking at it now, you we realize that it is the first song that's you know not a cover. Yeah. Um, which the other ones are covers, but instrumentation you can still do that in a cover. So it's, I think it's more just coincidence. It's not that he went into it writing as far as but it's it's funny to me i think this might be like my least favorite song really on the album. yeah i kind of like this one <laughs> yeah it's funny i mean like i like i like the instrumentation in it it's just i mean i don't think it's a bad song yeah like, i would listen to it but if i'm looking comparing it to all the other ones i think this is probably just i don't know why i can't even discern exactly why i just I don't know. I just thought it was like okay. It's no, funny. Yeah, yeah, that like, makes it's, sense. it's funny that you say that because like I feel similar about Wabash, Wabash Cannonball. Like, like it's like I can't really say why, but it's it's probably my least favorite song. 
Yeah, and it sounds see, really I, similar like, to like some other way. ones, but like, it's just, I don't know. I like some of the other ones. Yeah. But. I mean, that's the beauty of music. <laughs> I, th- I think, uh, I think the reason I like this one so much is because there's a little bit more harmonizing in this one. I know yeah. At one point, the vocals start overlapping and they start like, it starts creating a, yeah, it's like a, towards the end. Yeah. Or like, the... I think, I think it's towards, I think it starts at like the middle, but yeah, somewhere in there. It, yeah. I know what you mean. It kind of like starts to a, a, a little bit sessions of like different lyrics and harmony like overlay yeah is, is that what you're talking? yeah yeah because like I, I mean i'm used to hearing like a lot of different like pitches and stuff so i think that's why maybe i graduate gra- gravitate towards this one a little bit more it's just because i like that the, there's a lot of harmonies in the music i listen to so i think that's maybe why i like this one a lot yeah. more it's also i don't you know i don't want to put words in your mouth but it also do it uh, maybe it's <laughs> uh, tell me how I feel. maybe it could also be maybe that this was like you know the first two are very old country and then this one's the first one that's a little bit different so yeah yeah. Oh, also, yeah i think that it would you know add to the standout nature of it yeah at yeah the same definitely. Time. i um, i agree with that statement yeah and then you know a recurring thing throughout this uh, album and all of country is you know just naming texas cities because i mean he's he, okay so he's from texas so it makes it shocker but it is yeah because the next song uh who do i know in dallas i you know i i don't know anybody in first, dallas i know of people in dallas, <laughs> just but I, i'm being stupid uh never <laughs> stupid together. i hate you so, guys yeah i don't know so this is i would say the first like ballad track do you mind maybe not even necessarily a ballad but just like a more the first to me really like emotive i got you i felt like i i feel like it and uh and crazy arms are like really similar yeah and like they're um uh, they're kind of similar with like one or two songs later on the album that I was thinking of, but I really mm-hmm. like I really like when this song opens, like the the lap steel guitar that plays. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for that stuff, brother. Any, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't think of anything more like southern, or not southern, but like southwestern Texan, just that like ringing sound. Yeah, uh, dude, I like. I just, I just, I like, it, and it's something that's been like the past probably like half year just like anytime i hear that in a song i'm like yeah i'll, I'll probably stick this one out i, I probably won't skip this one <laughs> I, just, I just like yeah, it i don't I mean, know what it is dude anything with anything that slides like slide guitar yeah, yeah. steel anything it's a hell of a way to open a song i just i love it because it lets you know you're about to hear some just like emotional lyricism <laughs> might be a little sad, might be a little bit happy, but either way, it's gonna be real. So if you hear a lap steel, someone's gonna be speaking from the heart. <laughs> true, true. So I agree. Um, yeah, I, I thought I think that uh, a really interesting thing about this is um, it was some. This was something I had thought listening to it, but I didn't realize it just as much. But looking at the actual lyrics, like the fir- there, so there are basically two verses. And the first one, they all end in own sounds, all of the lines. And then in the second verse, they all end in like came sounds, like the AME sound. Uh-huh. Okay. 
And so, you know, it's, you know, it's it doesn't make, I don't think it makes that much of a difference in, like, word choice, but I just thought that, that was a really, um, I don't know, just kind of an interesting thing listening to it. Mm-hmm. It makes it, I think it makes it. It makes Hello? it what? I think you, I think you cut out there, Nick. <laughs> I cut out? I couldn't hear you guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe the, I, I guess. I guess my like. I guess my stuff just like cut out altogether. That was weird. Yeah, weird. I don't know. But uh. Yeah. The. Uh, just repeat what you said. If you can remember. remember. Um. What was I gonna say about? I don't about like the ending lines. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say um, that's like a. That's, it's just, like, a mark of, like, <laughs> it's a mark of, like, uh, good songwriting. Like, you can say, you can say it's, in in my opinion, at least, like, you can say it's, uh, it's not creative because they don't change the rhyme scheme, but, like, to me, I think it's harder to come up with that many, like, words that are cohesive and, like, a whole verse that, like, makes sense and is, like, still good that all rhymes yeah, no, that I, way. I think and, it, it, and it makes it catchier. Yeah. It makes it easier to remember for the listener. It makes it like, it makes it more of like a. It makes it it makes it catchier, easier for you to remember the lyrics, and in turn, it makes it easier for you to sing and remember. And it's just it's, yeah, no, it's I a, think it, yeah. it it definitely because subconsciously, whether you you know whether you realize it or not, like your brain is kind of like catching that on its own, and so I I think it yeah I mean I think that it I have heard that that some people will say it'll be like a, you know, like a cop out or whatever, but I think it, it just shows like, you know, it's intentional writing. And this, this is one of the songs written by Willie Nelson. It's not a cop. <clears throat> yes. Yes. He gets, it is. He gets cred. He does. I, yeah. I mean, I think that it, cause it is like, I think it would be harder to have, you know, a four line or eight lines, but having some sort of, like a repetitive sound i think that it you know that does make it a little bit more difficult because you kind of have to work within you know self-created constraints but you're still working within that box and producing something that is you know sounds good right Uh, anything else to add on who do i know in dallas i don't think so all right so then We'll move on to my favorite song. Yes, sir. Album. I was about to say. Um, I was about to say. I, I I wrote down to. I said, my literal note is once more with a feeling sounded good. <laughs> wait, wait, that, <laughs> no, bro, that's not the next Ooh. song, bro. Wait, <laughs> dang it! I thought it was. I read it wrong. All right, so the I'm next. I'm gonna go delete my actually, whole existence now. Okay, <laughs> bye guys. I gotta get drunk, which I to me is. I, it's just a fun it's, it's just a fun song you know yeah uh, <laughs> you sounded I'm doubtful so, I'm so, yeah I know I know I'm so I'm so embarrassed now I don't even know <laughs> nah you're good it's dude it's fine it's fine <laughs> yeah I know no it actually it, it actually is a pretty nice song name. it's like very upbeat too so yeah I mean it's just kind of I think it's because especially going from you know pins and needles and then who do I know in Dallas and then you just pick it right back up with you know, it just immediately starts off with He's that kind of like groovier. I mean, this is, it just feels like a song that you would have at like, I don't know, 
like you'd hear someone singing it like a cover band at a bar yeah yeah like okay yeah you know or like in the backyard of a party you know just have it on the you know playlist exactly yeah it's just a good like you know two and a half minute kind of self-deprecating but not in like a sad way Mm -hmm. yeah it definitely has some like i don't know how to explain it but like some Really, really good rhythm where you can kind of like bounce to. I don't know how to explain that. But. Yeah, it's got that like kind of two step in. Yeah. Like whether you know it or not, you kind of start to move side to side. Yeah, like, like, boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and, it's one of my. I think it's probably my favorite like upbeat song on the record, mm-hmm. and it has one of my favorite lyrics in the record where he says, "There's a lot of doctors that tell me that I better start yeah. to slowing it down." But there's more old drunks than there are old doctors, so I guess we better have another round. Yeah, I was gonna, I was, what a I guy. was about to bring that up. I was, you know, that's just a funny, like quotable throwaway line. Like you know that there's a group of guys at a bar, you know, some good old boys, and the song comes on. They would belt out that line, and then, you know. The night that's like suit. that's like the line where you take a shot yeah yeah i mean it is and it's you know it's funny kind of poking fun at yourself and then saying you know what I'm living my life yeah um, i think it actually was probably written more of like a critique on um his drinking days but <laughs> you know it lived on to be a party song <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, I enjoy that one. I think that it's one of the more just like singable songs on it because you don't really have to have prior experience to it. It's just kind of like it's kind of like what made Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy Buffett. Like everyone can relate to trying to just kind of relax and chill out. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to, yeah. you don't have to have had you know heartbreak or anything is just kind of like a i'm just trying to blow off steam yeah did um, did anybody ever think on this album that he kind of maybe reminds you a little bit of jimmy buffett yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think I, especially oh especially for me because my mom is like a huge jimmy buffett you know, yeah like a stan <laughs> she's a parrot head through and through so yeah i definitely there's so much that I could parallels that I could draw. Yeah, I could like yeah, even hear some of his like accent a little bit. Like I'd be like, that really sounds like, like he, like the way he just like sounded too, like his voice. I don't know. I could hear like a little bit of Jimmy Buffett's twang in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think. Okay, so I'm gonna look it up before I just talk out of my. Ass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jimmy Buffett is from, you know, somewhere kind of like that. In the, in Watching the be from like Jimmy Canada. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that was yeah. He was born probably. in Mississippi, so definitely that same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there definitely is that, like, just kind of twanginess to it. I definitely see what you're saying there. Um. Okay. So then, I guess we'll move into Jordan's favorite track <laughs> of <laughs> "Once More with Feeling," which I believe that it was written by. His wife at the time, Shirley Nelson. Interesting. And then she's the one that they duet on with that. Um, but I think I was I was reading 
on the like the Wikipedia page from it. I'm pretty sure that this was the last project they worked together. Oh. So I guess Were they like divorced or like just stopped doing yeah. any projects together? No no no. I, I'm I Okay. Now I gotta look that up because you have me questioning it. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure that it was they divorced they split up after that. Dang. Um Yeah. I mean I like the song. Yeah. Okay, I think I the re- oh, wait, sorry, go, what go, we're go. saying. No, you go ahead. I think the reason I like it or I usually don't like like slower songs, but I think this mm-hmm. he really draws out all the lines. Like it, it takes a while for him like to sing like the like once more with feel it. You know, he just like it takes right. him I, I don't know why I just ended up liking that part so much. I mean, he re- he, he repeats it a couple times, but just like mm-hmm. listening to the, I don't really know why I like this so much. I just I just kind of like this. For me, it's like it's like one it's it's like a catchy one, like one you can sing out in the car. Yeah, like, e- yeah. like even if the like even even when you haven't analyzed the lyrics and you like haven't established a cohesive meaning for the song, like that line. If like if just a line is applicable to like something you feel in your life, then it feels it feels good to to belt it out when you're when you're just in the car. Right? And it, no, no one else. Yeah. No one else. <laughs> no one I would, else. I would never it, expose anyone else to that. <laughs> and then it, and then it kind of goes up, you know. It goes like it's not like a it doesn't go down. It goes like once more, you know. And then it it's kind of like you said, <laughs> that like swell. it's easy to sing because it goes up, you know. Yeah, it, it it you know it kind of like lifts a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. I mean, I okay. So I like this song, but I don't like the first line. It's yeah, it's the the quick. initial opening once more with feeling. I don't know. I like the rest of the song musically but for whatever reason that just the first line every time i hear it i'm just like uh, okay now it's good wait okay <laughs> I don't so know it's, why. It, it says once more with a feeling multiple times in the song but you just don't like the first once more than <laughs> with the feeling I'm yeah it's it's specifically the way it's, <laughs> i don't know like listing i don't know it's just it's there's like it's pretty i don't know i don't know i really can't i just it's like initially i'm like ah this doesn't feel like a song i'd like but then i don't know it's weird no i i I, I, like I got you i can i can yeah. respect that you have that opinion but not yeah. maybe get uh, why but i think definitely <laughs> i mean i think it's at least if you're someone who um enjoys the company of someone else like enjoys being in some sort of like a relationship. Yeah. What, you know, with, you know, whoever you want, but if you enjoy that, I think that this song is something that most people can relate to, you know, yeah. like once more with feeling won't you hold me to the light fades to into day once more with feeling, hold me close. Don't let this feeling go away. I mean, I can't, that's such a relatable. I mean, that's like you know. physical touch love language right there. Like, if you're if you're that, I don't know why you wouldn't that's like this true. song. You know? If you're not into physical touch love language, <laughs> it's one of is it five? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, sight, smell, oh, taste, oh. touch. <laughs> Bro, there's more than five senses. I read that somewhere, and like, and I read a couple other ones, and I was like, oh, that Bro, kind there's of like sense. sixty-five. 
you ever see that stuff where people break down touch it's like no <laughs> umbrella terms i got you i got you um back back to the do country. you guys have anything else to add to the uh no, I, I just liked it. I just, I, I just like the song. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's a good country duet, you know, about kind of the human experience of missing a partner or wanting like the moments to last a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, okay, so then the next song is "Both Sides Now," which was originally by Joni Mitchell. Title track. Um, what? Yeah, the title track <laughs> yeah, of the album. Um, yeah, which is which was originally Joni Mitchell, who was I don't know if you guys know, but there was more of a she was like a, a hippie, one of the like hippie oh, artists yeah, of the time. Yeah, and so this was actually like a uh, it was a departure from the typical conservative background of country at the time to go with like because oh. you know if you know Willie Nelson now. At least most people I think of thinking him of just as like a pot smoking and loving hippie. Um, but at the time, you know, being in the out couturing the outlaw country image, this was kind of a. Uh, it's a risk. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like kind of a risky thing where people were like, oh, Willie Nelson is covering the hippie icon Joni Mitchell. Um, <laughs> I think in the Wikipedia I was reading about it, it was he's it says he when talking about it, he says like he didn't really try to push any of it like political agenda at at the time. He just he liked the song and he thought it was cool that they what does he say? He I liked that they put flowers in their hair and wore bright tie dye blouses and bell bottoms. I liked that they had the courage to look and act any damn way they pleased. Which, I mean, that quote is just as willy as I could think. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so at the time, especially because it's one of his early albums, it's like, you've got this outlaw country guy, and suddenly it's like, oh, he's covering like a a sad hippie song. Um, yeah, so I thought that was kind of like an interesting thing to throw out there. Yeah, I've, uh, I've listened to two Joni Mitchell albums. Don't remember much about one of them. I remember I liked it, but I really like... Um, she has an album called Blue, and like, mm-hmm. it's like a. When my professor went over it, he said it was one of like the first like a uh, concept albums that had like a theme between like a lot of different songs. Mm-hmm. But and like and it kind of does. It, it's it's kind of loose in the sense that like, like, some of, a lot of the songs are like, kind of like melancholy, but some of them aren't. Like to to me at least, they don't feel that way. But it's it's a good like um, I'm not exactly sure when it came out. I just like the album. It's pretty good. But anyways, back to back to Willie. Back to both sides now. Um, you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I just heard like a crackle in my mic. Yeah, I, I heard a little <laughs> bit of crackle too. Yeah, but, you're good. But um, but uh, I, don't, I mean, I like the song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have much to say about it, the song. But I think this is about the time where I started like realizing that there was like a lot of like guitar picking and like bass line like boom <laughs> boom boom in the background you know not really it's it just around i was like wow all these songs i feel like start out the same way with just like a <laughs> just like a, a light guitar and then just kind of keep that same tone for like the whole the whole time you know i don't know yeah, if, like, I gotcha. this one's not quite as like 
bumping his like uh crazy arms and stuff. It's one of the Yeah. It's it it's one of my favorite songs. Like I just like like the the parallels between like the first and second chorus and first and second verse yeah. and stuff. And um and like the idea that um that like the memories are always better than like the real thing. Like and that that applies more to more than just like relationships. But like uh yeah, I mean I think that, you know, cuz it's just I saw this thing one way, I then saw it another way. I've seen it from both sides. You know, I think that can be said about countless things in everyday, you know, the human experience. Yeah. But so, yeah, that's I mean, that's one of the that's one of the like one of the best lines I think in the album and and he didn't even write it, but I love his I love his take on it. I, I just I like yeah. his version of the song a lot is the mm-hmm. it's love's illusions I recall. I really don't know love at all. So poetic. Right. What a guy. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's, it's a soft it's a soft like a soft tone, like a yeah, coming from yeah, the, the outlaw Willie Nelson. Willie, I said Nelson. Yeah. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Lily Lil Lil Lily Nelson, bro. <laughs> rapper, rapper in the making. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean it's yeah, yeah, it is. It's you know, it's it's great songwriting. I know that he didn't write it, but but it, his take Crazy on Crazy Joni Mitchell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really good. He he sings it. You know, like his vocal arrangement very well. It's good instrumentation. You know, yeah, good song. It's a great song. Um, and then I, it kind of is interesting the change in tune. Yeah. <laughs> of with the next one, uh, Bloody Mary Morning, which actually, uh, after this, it became a staple of his at his concerts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I love the song. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, just uh, it's it's you know kind of a wry sense of humor. Like it's I, I, okay, so I think it's cool that it starts out with the chorus, mm-hmm. and he interweaves the chorus between building the scenario in which the chorus takes place. Hmm. Like he yeah. starts off with the chorus, and then he says, "You know, she left me in the middle of the night," and then he's like, "Okay, now I'm getting on a flight." And then the flight attendant asks me, what is, I really like, it's, it's really good rhythm. It's coffee, tea or something stronger to start off the day. And then he responds with the chorus. Okay. And then. I didn't notice that at first. Yeah. Yeah. If So yeah, if you like look back at it, that's kind of, that was something I got. I, I listened to this in the last like four days, probably like eight or nine times. Um, <laughs> this album so yeah that's definitely something that i thought was like oh that's actually like there's some storytelling i was gonna say and some, songwriting yeah some good storytelling there. yeah and um yeah i mean i just it's it's also a country classic you know it just become like an iconic country song but i i really enjoy uh the song talking about he also weaves in him being like a country boy who's what is it that's learning the pitfalls of this city are extremely real <laughs> um yeah and i love it he you know after he recounts that chorus after answering the flight attendant goes into 
you know, just a nice Telecaster and like lap steel, like solo breakdown. It's a good one. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I I, just, uh, I listened to one song. of uh, his albums that released. It was released a few years after this one, called Days mm-hmm. and Stages. And um, in that album, he has he he has this song again, and I think it's like it's a little faster tempo. And I don't know if he has more instruments or if it just it, or if it just sounds fuller because there's like a faster tempo. But uh, mm-hmm. but it was it. It was it was just interesting to hear him like play it again on on a different album. It was I cool. gotcha. It was a neat little neat little note. I think that was a I think that used to be like a more common mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, like I know um I know covers in general were just more common back in the day. Yeah, yeah I mean, because like you're looking at this now, like this album, half of it was covers, and it was still like, you know, a good album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I but yeah, I love this song, but it's probably tied for my favorite one with "I Gotta Get Drunk." It's just a, <laughs> I like the music. It's kind of like more upbeat, just a good. I don't know. I like it. Again, I I, could, I didn't really. It was hard for me to pay attention to the lyrics because I was listening to the music a lot. So this one, was yeah, just this kind one of definitely a, I could see that. Yeah, this one definitely throws a lot of that music instrumentation. At yeah, so I, I'm just gonna say I, I I thought it was pretty decent, but I I just didn't really listen to the lyrics. But you seem to yeah. like the storytelling a lot so i got you um and then next would be everybody's talking which was originally by fred neal and made famous by oh something nilson i think i think think it's harry nilson if i remember right harry that that sounds right yeah yeah that uh yeah that was it was a hit in 1969 uh, reached number six on the Billboard Hot 100 and won a Grammy for wow. film Midnight Cowboy. Um, yeah, I mean, this one, I, I think it's a good song. For me, I was just kind of middle of the road on it. Yeah, it's a little slow for my taste, too, but. Yeah. Not the best song, I'm going to be honest. But again, I just, I just, I just like more upbeat, faster type you. of stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I first listened to the album, my my favorite songs were both sides now everybody's talking and it could be said that way which are like the slowest songs on the album <laughs> right and that's like, like yeah, yeah those are like the three main slow songs on the album and that was like the first time i listened to it and and like listening to it again this week and a little before this week i can't remember the last time i listened to it before this week but i i really just have an appreciation for like pretty much all the songs and i i have a a, a newfound love with I gotta get drunk and bloody Mary Mary. They're both, they're both. And and who do I know in Dallas? I really like that song too. Yeah. I don't know what it is sometimes, but like I'll definitely stick to like everyone sticks to songs that they really like with like their first album. Like I listened to I think it was like the Carter Three or something, and I really liked a lot of songs on there. And then like I go back and listen to it, and I like the other songs that I didn't like the first time I'm like, or didn't like catch on to the first time. I'm like, these are pretty like, why didn't I like these songs at first? Like, these are pretty good songs also. Yeah. And then I just, I'm like, I, def- I could have yeah. been listening this whole time and then just, but I, I haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I will also like intentionally go back. Um, if I'm kind of at a point where I don't, I don't know, I guess it's like a little bit of a rut. I'll definitely go back and be like, 
I haven't listened to this in a while, and I'll find that I like like way more of the songs on albums. Um, yeah, but yeah, with this song, it's just kind of middle of the road for me. I don't have much to offer. I think it's I think it's really relaxing. I think there might have mm-hmm. been like like bongos in it, maybe or like some type of percussion that didn't sound super traditional. But yeah. Uh, it's just really relaxed. It's honestly like a, like, the lyrics are kind of like about him like going to like the beach, which are like, is like his happy place. But it's just, it's just, it's a very chilled song. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I like it. Uh, yeah. So then the next one would be one has my name, the other has my heart. Um, originally, at least written by Hal Blair. Um, I like this one. It's I think it's got good. Uh, I don't know. I guess irony <laughs> in the lyricism of it. I think it's just kind of a funny juxtaposition. Yeah, it's about the old about boomer humor of Man, I hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> he d- uh, he does yeah. Like it, there is like he definitely shows more affection towards his mistress in the affair in the yeah. song. But it's it. Uh, but I think it's more like in jest. Like it's, it's it's right. It it, right. it feels it feels like lighthearted. But it's a, yeah. It doesn't feel as serious as that. It, it's yeah. definitely more of. I, I think it's probably also more about. Um, probably written more about the lifestyle of being on the road. Yeah, yeah. And having like uh-huh. a, you know, more kind of like a double life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And kind of that that wistful yearning for the, um, I don't know. It's kind of you want what you can't necessarily have, or like uh-huh. grass is greener stuff like that. Yeah, I, I guess was about to say grass is greener too. Again, I mean, so yeah, I like the song. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I listen to mostly the music. It, like, yeah, I don't know why it's so hard for me to pay attention to the lyrics. <laughs> Again, it's just like that new like genre, like like you said, Jamie, no, like training your I, ears. I definitely get it. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I'm like conscious of the fact, like as I was listening to it, but I still couldn't like separate. You know, that's that's just. The, I get that. Like, yeah. So I, there was like a, I don't know if it was like a solo in the middle, but there was like a while that like in the middle of this song for like a minute or something in the middle that it didn't have uh, any lyrics and it was just like the guitar or whatever playing. I, I don't know if even was is it a guitar like that high pitch? You know, like that. I don't know. There's uh, su- there's some instrument in there that sounds just really nice, and I like that little interlude that it had mm-hmm. in the middle of the song, where I could just like listen to the instruments while no one was singing. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think off the top of my head. You're good. You're um, good. Yeah, but I think that especially with this uh, time frame of older country music, that happens a lot, where you just kind of they're a lot more like musical, not like solos, but like just kind of 15, 20 second interludes between verses and choruses. Yeah. That's something I don't see a lot, which I think is why I noticed it Mm -hmm. because I mean, obviously in the genre I listen to, it's like back to back to like just pretty much fitting as many lyrics as you can in as little time as possible, which is kind of, I think that might be why I noticed it this time too. I gotcha. Um, so do we want to round out the album then? Um, is there 
Isn't there? That with, yeah, with uh, it could be said that way. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Track of the album. The finisher, the closer, <laughs> the closing track. I think um, it's. I didn't really have that much to say about this either. Really, it was, again, kind of slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you said you don't like slow songs very much, but it, like, a, in a different way, it's one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Like, I I like a lot of like what he's saying and the message he's putting across about like how you can say all this grand stuff about heartbreak, but like really, really, it's easiest to just move on it's and just, try to put I it gotta behind. go or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and um. There was a there's a line that I really like that's hard for me to like like discern what it means where he says um thought I can't find it right now. We can keep talking and I'll tell you if I find it. But I thought I wrote it down. I know, I know. He says, "I hope there's." <laughs> he says, "I hope there's room for me," but I can't remember uh, the lines yeah, I get before the it. up right now. Okay, I can get that uh, control F. It's like this road it's like it's on which I travel, paved with broken glass and gravel, has just room for me. I hope there's room for me. Yeah, I really like that, and like I feel like it's like poetic, but I like it's hard for me to like figure out what it means because like. It sounds like the whole song, he like, he's he's putting these thoughts forward and saying that he understands that he needs to move on, but when he says, mm-hmm. "I hope there's room for me," like on this road to leave, it's like, it's like he like, is also thinking that maybe he like can't leave, but hmm. but I guess that's uh, I guess it's I like mean, there's also yeah go ahead say mm-hmm. say what you're thinking because it, I could it just... also it so it, it ties in a little bit I mean I do think that there is an underlying message there of like maybe you know maybe it's like qualifying that like you know I'm not we're not you know heartbreak isn't a one way street it's an experience that both parties go through yeah. so maybe he's talking like we'll travel down the road together but separately um but that line then ties into I suspect that I'll be lonely but I know that if I'm lonely. I'll deserve to be, which is also, I think, him um, kind of reiterating that, like, you know, I'll I'll take the hit on this one, kind of. Like, I'll accept, maybe I'll accept, like, a little bit of the fault. Yeah. Something like that. Interesting. I like that analogy. Um, yeah. I think, I, th- I think that, so I, I like this song. Um, I don't love it, <laughs> but I like it. I like it. <laughs> Especially for some of its lyricism, but I really think it's cool because uh, since it's the last song in the album, the last line of the album, or I guess the last two lines, would be, what's the use in making rhymes? Yeah. He ends the album with, I'd much rather say it's time for me to go, and then that's the album. So I think that that's really <laughs> it's, cool. It's so meta. <laughs> yeah. I thought that when I listened to it, I was like, bro, it's like it's like different levels. Like He's like, he's... Like, a lot of the album is about, like, heartbreak and stuff, and he says, like, what's the use of making rhymes? Like, like why am I still writing down these, th- like, thoughts and thinking about these things? It's time for me to move on. Yeah, I thought I thought that's really cool, because it could be said about, like, the heartbreak thing, but I, that also works in, like, you know, I've, I've made this album, yeah. but what's the use in making rhymes? I'd rather say it's time for me to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then dips. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just I, I I don't think I caught that on my first or even maybe second listen, but when I did, I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, hats off to you, Willie, and your producer. <laughs> Felton Jarvis, man, that's a country name. <laughs> Felton Jarvis, <laughs> that's the that's the producer. Um, yeah. So, anything else to add? For it could be said that way. It is. Not I know. You, I know you guys. I know you guys don't like it that much, but it's one of my favorite songs. No, Nick. Nick. I think Nick, it's Nick. a decent. It's a decent. One. It hits it's, me. It, it, it it's not that in, I, the, in the heart. It's a good one. I, 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 I sad I, little boy. I <laughs> <laughs> see, Nick. I almost don't even like. When I was listening to it. I didn't even think I had like, like the capa- Like I couldn't even really judge it whether it was bad or good the first time. I was just kind of like listening to it because I was like, uh, like it was so different than what I like. Obviously, the my you- initial reaction is to be like, "This is not the music I listen to." <laughs> Let me just like act like, or l- let me just not like it because I don't listen to it, you know. So I, I tried to not do that, mm-hmm. like the first couple times, and it's not that I, like, I had to set because I obviously have a filter by which I listen through music t- through, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I listened through it through that filter, I wouldn't have liked pretty much any of these songs, probably, because they just don't match up with it. So I tried to like remove the filter and like listen to it for what it is, and not like what i like like i still should listen to what i like but for the sake of this i just tried to listen to it as a itself and i i ended up liking more songs than i thought i ended up liking the music probably more than i thought too so i thought it was pretty decent also i guess i'm glad you that's kind of like a that's a decent segue into overall impressions of the album i'm glad you um, i'll let you make make an official statement but i'm glad you like the music more than you thought you because I was I was nervous after I picked it. I was like, "Oh man, is, is Jordan gonna enjoy this one?" Because it seems, <laughs> no. it seems very Dude, outside of is... his wheelhouse. <laughs> I know. See, that's why. I mean, again, that's why we're doing this one is because yeah. I want to listen. I want to like force myself to listen to music that I don't usually listen to because I know, I know it's so hard for me to do that because I just want like the hi hats, you know, the trumpets just sounding <laughs> like fifteen of them on top of each other, just bah, 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 you know, but. Again, that's why I'm doing this. But the overall, the album, I I, I thought it was, I don't know, I th- I thought it was decent. I can't really say I like loved it, you know. I, I can't really you. say that I hated it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely like the music part aspect of it. And again, I couldn't. I think I might. Th- the way you guys talked about it, I think I would like it more if I knew actually what the lyrics were. But usually, it takes me a while, and I didn't listen to it enough to where I did get the. lyricism of it so i i could only really judge it a lot based off the music this time but from what you guys said it made me like it a little bit more from this time does that make sense i got you yeah i mean i think that um do you have anything else no 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 Uh, yeah i mean i i definitely you know it, it wasn't an album that i've listened to but i i am you know i'm familiar with oh willie uh, and just the country genre as a whole at this time, so you know, it was it was what I expected. I wouldn't say that it was anything out of the blue for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it. It was a good album. I liked it enough to listen to it nine or ten times. It's a short though. It's it's a really yeah, short. Yeah, it's one. like thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think, think I don't think there's a song on it 
more than three and a half minutes, and most songs are under three minutes. Yeah, and I think that that was also more of the the time yeah. uh-huh. as well. But yeah, like music was shorter, and then they got longer, and now I I feel like we're back to like forty one to fifty minute albums. <laughs> Bro, I got some albums on deck that are like an hour, an hour thirty. But <laughs> I, mean, I have, I got some longer ones too. But yeah, no, no, I yeah, I, I, I actually agree with that, Jamie. Like some more LPs or like EPs where it's like not as long, but maybe I got like seven or six songs on them. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I thought it was a good starter album. You know, it was good. Yeah, to me, like it. is it you good? You good, Jamie? Is that yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I got you. Yeah, to me, it's um, I feel like it's a it's a great album to like listen to, like in the car, like by yourself, and 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 just kind mm-hmm. of enjoy it because it's only like half an hour long. You can probably listen to it on like I was gonna say most drives, most drives probably are thirty minutes, but like on yeah. on a fair yeah, amount of drive. Where you are. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but um, but like. Like, uh, like some songs can be like enjoyed in a group. Like, I gotta get drunk at Bloody Mary morning. But like, mm-hmm. a lot of songs are like com- contemplative and like, like, uh, I don't know. It's just, um, yeah, I enjoy a lot of the the lyricism because it's, it's like, it's simple and it's also poetic in some, like, ways, like metaphorical in in some ways, but. Most of them are obvious to the, to the point that I can understand them. And like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just, it, it's got, it's got like good highs and lows, kind of like, a, like a concert. Like they take you on that emotional roller coaster and yeah. like, bu- bu- like build you up, bring you down, build you up again. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good ride. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Couldn't say it better. Thank you. And that is uh that is my final answer. I'm, I'm locking in. It is a uh, okay. Lock in your. It answer. is it is quality, uh, solid quality. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that. Uh, if Jordan, do you have anything else to throw into the mix? No, I think I'm good. All right. Yeah. Then that would that concludes our. I guess it's analysis. Yeah, we'll yeah. say analysis. Slash review. Willie Nelson's album, Both Sides Now. Um, yeah. So I would hope, you know, you, the audio listener, enjoyed kind of us, especially if you've listened to the album and have your own thoughts. Um, I hope that it, you enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Um, you know, none of us are, I guess, professional not in the slightest analyzers but or i'm speaking for myself not in the slightest yeah he he was he was adding to the emphasis of how unqualified (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah i mean it's just kind of you know i think that this is a pretty good example of what this kind of show will be like because it's just yeah, I mean, it's three guys talking about music together and um, hopefully interacting with the audience. Yeah, like uh, if you had any thoughts you wanted to add or maybe points you wanted to argue or just if you want to throw your own hat in the ring, you can definitely feel free to 
you know, tweet at us or comment down maybe, below. Yeah, throw it in the comments yeah. on um on YouTube. Uh yeah. So that was both sides now. Uh, so now we can announce the next episode's album. Uh, it'll be me, Jamie, will be picking it, and it'll be the album Turn Blue by the Black Keys. Who? Uh, <laughs> the Black Keys. <laughs> yeah, they're, a, they're a little lesser known band, you know, I don't know if you've heard of them. Pretty, uh, pretty deep cut. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, I, I did want to throw this in there. One note, if you haven't listened to this album, or even if you have, and you haven't done this, this album is a definite, like, headphone listening album at least once. Think about uh, the, ears. Ears. the Black Keys one. <laughs> oh, the Black Keys one. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, turned okay. Blue. We've moved on from Willie. Yeah, okay, this okay, song, okay. like, it's, it's good. I don't think there's a bad way to listen. You know, I don't think there's a bad way to listen to music in general, but yeah. I will say... From my experience, this album, headphones, just hearing all of the the sonic landscaping of it definitely takes it to like a whole nother place. Okay, what's it called again, real uh, quick? Sorry, it's it's turn blue. Turn blue. Okay. Yes. The cover of it is like a blue and spirally, pinkish spiral. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, yeah. So if you want to tune in. To next week's episode, that's what we'll be talking about. We will listen to that. The three of us will listen to it over the course of the week, and then, uh, yeah, tune in next Friday to uh, hear us talk about it. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. So, what? I said I'm excited. It's an yeah. it's an album I haven't listened to in a long time, and one that that I didn't love when it came out, but. I had a narrower appreciation of, of music back then, so mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I've never listened. I'd say to I definitely fall into that camp as well. Yeah, and like they're um, and it's it's a little more like like you were saying like you want to listen to it with like two headphones or like or uh just just make sure you have like stereo sound, make it a little immersive because it's a little more like psychedelic than some of the other stuff in some songs, but like yeah, in my opinion sure. at least, but um. But it's a, uh, it's good. Um, I like a lot of music like that now, so I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm quite excited yeah. to listen to it. I'm also excited. I'm excited to hear y'all's thoughts about it. This was for me. It was kind of the same thing where you know I, I hadn't really listened to it a bunch since it came out, and then I listened to it again probably about a month ago, and I was like, "Dang, this is awesome!" <laughs> uh, yeah, so tune in next week to hear us talk about it. You know, listen to it in the meantime. Um, and then I guess it's partaking in the conversation. Uh, but at least listen to us. You know, the three unqualified people. Talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're ready It'll to be g- a good time. We're ready to give you our, our unexpert opinions. <laughs> I will I will always give my unexpert opinion. Same, Absolutely. Same. Um, yeah so with that I guess we'll wrap her up um, oh one thing I was going to say definitely uh, in the like comments on YouTube and you know tweet at us or however communicate with us like if you listen to this I mean just 
kind of throw out, you know, what you've been listening to over the last week. You know, I think it'd be interesting to kind of hear what different people have been kind of just vibing with and hear if it, like, I think it's cool to see the demographics and the data with that. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. It was a suggestion. I can't take credit. It was a suggestion (laughs) I got from one of my friends, but I think, yeah, I think it'd be really cool. You know, just kind of throw out what you've been listening to. Um, Yeah. Anything else? you guys want to say before we uh i think i think i'm good i'm all right i'm great (laughs) all right i'm the best (laughs) (laughs) all right so with that then you know if you like this like the video if you want to subscribe to the channel um and then in the description for this on youtube or wherever you find it there will be the podcasts twitter account or social media accounts and then there will be our personal accounts you know if you want to reach out to the podcast or if you just want to reach out to any of the three of us in general um i just want to thank you the audio listener who literally is the support for this uh yeah just want to say thanks for checking us out and tune in next week where we will talk about turn boot, turn blue. Wow, I can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about turn blue, turn blue by the Black Keys. All right. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. And remember to listen up. <laughs>